Hello, everyone, and welcome to the 11th episode of the 13th Year Podcast presented by Abode Media. I'm Tim McCorry. And I'm Jack Salvin. So we have a little bit of an update to the podcast. We will be changing uh, the upload schedule from Saturdays, which hasn't been too closely <laughs> too closely followed. For like the past five or six episodes. And for good reason, because my busiest days here are Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So it really didn't make too much sense. So we're going to stick to a very strict schedule of Tuesdays at 3 p.m. And Jack's going to hold me accountable on the editing. So I uh, just wanted to mention that Tuesdays at 3 o'clock is going to be the new upload schedule. For anyone that didn't see last week's, there was two uploads, uh, both with myself, Jack, and Alice. And uh, they were uploaded at some weird times. So they, I thought they were both really good, good ones worth tuning in. And uh, the only other thing, make sure you guys check out the website, abodemedia.org, where we have uh, a lot of great new posts. I'm impressed with some of the stuff on there. So check it out there. Social media is the same name. And let's get into it. Number 11. Yes, sir. One more. That's one more than 10. It, it is one more than 10. And it's our it's, it's one 13th. It's 12 as well. Okay. that's <laughs> And it's our 13th <laughs> upload as well. So I think... We, we've officially made it over the double digits hump and it's moving smoothly. Yeah. yeah, well, except for the schedule change, but it should be moving more smoothly now that we kind of have that ironed out. Yeah, I think I think that'll that'll be easier and and uh, apologize for any of the confusion in the past little while. So anyway, let's get right into it. Uh, last time we talked to Jack, he was somewhere in farringdon england which is farringdon, just outside of oxford so so you had we, we spoke on thursday and you didn't have too much left in your trip you know across the sea there but but let's walk us through what those last couple of days were yeah so uh after that day in farringdon we uh left and we went to Avebury, I think you say, which is still in England. Uh, and this was kind of, we didn't end up going to Stonehenge because a lot of, it's just way too many tourists, wait times, very expensive, just not, almost not even worth it. Uh, so we ended up going here where they have the largest stone circle in the world or something. Like, I think it's a little more specific to get that title, but uh, it was definitely super cool, a good alternative that I'd recommend to anyone. Uh, all the ground there is like all chalk, so all the kind of natural paths of people just walking is all this like chalk, uh, white chalk, and it was raining. So it's just kind of a cool thing that I feel like you don't see very much in the U.S. I could be wrong, but I feel like I've never really seen massive chalk deposits. But um, And then we went to Bath which is a city that uh, you've probably heard of in England. Uh, Kind of a scam. Uh, The Roman baths, people didn't really know existed until sometime in the 1800s after they found out they'd been buried. So they built a ton of kind of fake Roman architecture to get people to come here, which worked on us. But it was still kind of fun to walk around. Still cool architecture, even if the history is kind of questionable. Uh, and for anyone who's been keeping up with the news, especially interested in uh, climate change stuff like Timmy is, you know that uh, COP 2021 just happened in uh, Glasgow. And a few days before that was when we were in Bath. And there's this really cool uh, art installation in the river that kind of goes through the city. And it was like this red sinking house with a person sitting on it. And like holding a rope onto the bridge uh and it's just kind of commentary on climate change and obviously there'll be a ton of flooding as a result uh, of rising temperatures so it's just kind of a cool thing to see that uh related to a lot of current events so then uh the next day we headed up to wales uh to a town that i can't pronounce because it's in welsh and had some breakfast there, almost went on a steam train, but luckily we didn't because it was actually a diesel train because I guess the steam train wasn't working. Went to a aqueduct, which actually wasn't as old as we originally thought it was. Built sometime in the 18th century, I think. Uh, That's sufficiently old. Or maybe 17th. Yeah, but in American terms, when you're thinking Europe, like 
12th century it would be old it's a whole different spectrum here it's crazy uh but we were like walking across that and it was kind of like the left side of the top of the aqueduct is walking and then there's a canal and it's super thin all the boats on there are like super thin boats and then it's just like a multiple like hundreds of foot like just drop off so it was a little nerve-wracking for someone who has a uh slight fear of heights but still a pretty cool experience and there's also pictures of all the things that i'm talking about and we'll continue to talk about on abode media which uh tim has mentioned but i would def- definitely recommend checking that out i have a ton of pictures that i posted from this trip and uh, i think some of them are uh, some of the most interesting that i've posted yet so check that out along with my week three post i saw that this morning because it's it's live now been live for a little while by the time this comes out and I was impressed. There were some, I mean, I like the Ireland pictures, but I thought the newest album was, could have been the coolest. Did you see the uh, sinking house thing? Yeah. The, the one, the river, but I didn't see too much about the, the, um, the climate conference. I saw like Joe's post on Instagram, but I actually didn't read anything about it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's just like people setting goals and deadlines that they're never really intending to hit. So, uh, it kind of gets people talking about it for a little while and maybe prods them along, but I think we all kind of know that uh, our progress towards becoming a carbon neutral world is not going to be a fast one and probably, or most definitely not going to be in time, but oh well. Oh well, uh, indeed. <laughs> So continued in Wales, we went to a cottage that uh, Alice and her family went to when she was younger. Um, and right nearby is like a 12th century church or something that her parent, parents got married in, which was super cool. Uh, and then we from there, we went up to Liverpool, which is probably one of my favorite cities that we visited on this trip. Uh, honestly, maybe one of my favorite cities ever, even though I've only been there for a few days, but you can just kind of feel the working class, very progressive culture everywhere. Uh, Like the main shopping district, there is a uh, like social Democrat type uh, bookstore and it's just super progressive, super cool. Uh, It has two massive cathedrals, one Protestant, one Catholic. The Protestant one is the biggest cathedral in Britain. Uh, both very different styles, even though they were built around the same time, pretty recently, actually. Um, we just kind of walked from the center of the city down to the docks, which are super famous in Liverpool. Uh, it used to be a shipping city, continues to be. And uh, saw some super lamb bananas, which are very unique to Liverpool. It's kind of an art phenomenon. This artist made these big this big sculpture of like a lamb that kind of becomes a banana which are two things that used to be shipped in and out of liverpool a lot um and it's just kind of taken up a life of its own if you've ever been to saratoga how they have those horses like painted everywhere uh and other cities have similar things this is kind of liverpool's saratoga horse painting thing with these super lamb bananas uh but I don't know. I just really like those. And obviously, uh, you have the Everton-Liverpool split, which uh, I'm an Everton fan. Uh, Alice and her family are Liverpool fans. Uh, A lot of the people that we met whose house we were staying at were mostly Liverpool fans and stuff. So uh, some fun kind of banner and conversations. And uh, it was kind of funny. And all the gift shops, like all the Liverpool merchandise was probably outweighing the Everton stuff like 10 to 1, which is, you know, Kind of sad for the boys, but it is what it is. Uh, and then we just took the ferry back the next day. Been kind of chill last few days. Been listening to a lot of Irish talk radio, which is hilarious because it's just, it's like late morning, early afternoon, all like kind of crazy old retired people just saying absolute batshit crazy things. Like they were talking about climate change stuff today. And this lady like opened her big, like probably 15, 20 minute monologue. Like, well, the host is just 
clearly tired of hearing her talk. She just like opens up with this Bible passage about rainbows and ends with her saying that she doesn't shower for like two weeks straight to try to <laughs> save the climate. <laughs> and the guy, the guy just gets like, like clearly he likes his job for the first hour, but he's on for like four or five hours. So he just gets so pissed at everyone that calls in. He just wants them to stop talking and like throws them off the show. Like so How quickly. local so of a like, kind of show is it? I think they pull people like calling in like all over Ireland. They just talk, they choose a few categories a day or subjects and uh, just kind of ask people to call in and they'll spend like an hour, hour and a half on different subjects. They, they did like climate change thing, people yelling at other people for not wearing masks or uh, people getting yelled at for asking someone to wear a mask and then like Weedabix, which is this kind of weird cereal brick thing which is very iconic to uh the british isles uh giving like creating this chocolate version which like goes against their healthy branding people were very mad about that because of course they were first world problems so that's kind of what i was listening to today uh been a slow few days like i said but going to relaxing is the word i'd use yeah definitely Uh, i've been walking around a little bit went to some old famine houses and i'll be going to either the cliffs of more or some other cliffs nearby tomorrow so that should be fun should get some nice pictures out of that and uh they'll probably end up on the website but time will tell yeah so so, uh, so you finished the obviously the uk leg of the trip so kind of just some analysis i know talking to you uh outside of recording and you were very impressed. I know it wasn't your first time to uh, Europe, but it was your first time in the UK, right? Yeah. So, I mean, I know we, we briefly talked about this on uh, some of the recordings last week, but you might have a future somewhere in Europe. And what are your kind of your thoughts after spending time there? Uh, I really liked it. Uh, I really liked Liverpool and London. Uh, I thought Sheffield was a cool place if you're a student uh, i just i really appreciate all the old architecture uh, which is something that's just not really cared about as much in u.s cities unfortunately the walkability of um, european cities is kind of unmatched like once you experience it in european public transportation like america just feels you hate you hate like traveling in america like having to drive everywhere and literally non-existent sidewalks and how difficult it is to get a sidewalk. Anyone who lives in Alplaz knows what I'm talking about. Um, it's just, it feel it makes every place you go feel so much more livable. Um, just inefficient maybe in some respects too. Yeah, definitely. Like why? Like the fact that I have to drive like literally anywhere to get anything, especially living in Alplaz is just, is ridiculous when in Alice's house like where Alice lives you can although you have to walk like 30 40 minutes like you realistically can and buy anything you want or you could get a bike down down there in like 10 15 minutes and buy groceries or whatever you need so I mean to be fair in 30 40 minutes we could buy anything we wanted from Applause yeah but would you rather be like if it's a nice day out you'd rather like walk and if you have like a time on the weekend or something like at least having that option yeah no i i definitely agree and i know transportation was one of your things but i mean that wasn't really the only positive that you were talking about no definitely not uh obviously any first world country rich country is going to have a lot of commercialization and stuff but uh when you're here for a little while, you just kind of realize how extreme it is in America. Uh, but even like watching uh, football or soccer games, like there's just not that much advertisement, which doesn't bug you when you're so used to it. But once you aren't as used to it and then you kind of get pushed back into it, it feels a bit overwhelming, which is something I don't, which is something that I do appreciate. Yeah, I was I was watching the Champions League game today on BT Sport, 
which I'm pretty that's owned by the the British government. And the ads are just totally it's like more than half of them were like charities and like uh talking about like climate change and stuff. And then all the other ones were totally like stuff's not thrown in your face in the same way that it, that it is anywhere else. Yeah, it's it just feels very refreshing for someone who's lived in like probably one of if not the most commercialized country in the world uh so it doesn't seem like it'd be positive but it kind of is just because of how uh, all-encompassing it's become so i i think you've kind of already answered this but like can you see yourself living either ireland england wales scotland any area in particular um i'd say probably not ireland honestly uh i can't really pin down why but i don't know i just kind of get a feeling it probably wouldn't be here i'd say probably either scotland or england Uh, i imagine by the time i'm kind of given an opportunity to go live where i want and work kind of where i want uh I wouldn't be surprised if they're no longer unified. So uh, either of those two, Wales just kind of seems too small. And uh, I don't know, just something about Ireland, like nice to visit. Not sure I'd want to live here. Seems like a reasonable assessment. But uh, enough about these countries. What's (laughs) going on in your territory? (laughs) I always look forward to the the transition that we come up with because... I don't know if we've had <laughs> really one that's good. been smooth so far yet. I think at but, this point it's a staple for them to be clunky and awful. I think, it, I, yeah, but I was thinking about this earlier today when I was editing, and I was just like, I don't know what we could say that would be smooth. You can't plan it out. You got it's just gotta it's gotta come naturally. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I I love the ones that don't don't work, but I'm just like I don't even know what we could say. But anyway, um. It's been it's been a good week here, so it's been exactly a week since we recorded, and and I really haven't been around too much. Um, I went to Ponce one day, which is the second biggest city here on the island, and um, I've kind of been going there about weekly, and just did some shopping, went to Walmart, uh, kind of got my essentials. You know, a new shirt, really nothing too exciting on that front. Uh, probably the most exciting thing, which you didn't mention, was it was Halloween weekend. I don't know. I don't think uh, that's celebrated at all. Yeah, we didn't either. I completely forgot. Yeah. Uh, so there wasn't, I mean, I didn't see anything in my day-to-day here. Obviously, on social media, I saw a lot of other people's stuff. But uh, unrelated, that weekend, both the students were on strike uh, for the week surrounding it. Um, because with the government debt problem, they're trying to close campuses. And the police were also on strike because they, for the same problem, were taking away and reducing pensions. So regarding the police, that did have a visible effect. Um, So they were not working Saturday and Sunday. And when you would drive by the police station, it would be completely locked off. Like there's a gate that had like two deadbolts around it. So if there was an emergency, there was no one coming, which sounds pretty concerning. I, I don't think anything went poorly wrong. And the ambulance was out too, so medical stuff would usually be cared for. But uh, at night times, it did get a little more exciting because, let's see, Saturday night, I you know went to the town kind of plaza. And I'd say a little more than usual, people had like open containers everywhere, you know, little rowdier there was like one traffic cop that was going around with like every light on to try to make make sure people knew someone was there and people were like you know holding their drinks up just in public to this traffic cop so it was kind of funny and then most of the night there were just motorcycles i don't know if they're racing or what but until from nine to like two thirty, i'd like look out the window and there'd be just like five motorcycles go by at like 100 miles per hour so that's kind of entertaining to see probably not the smartest you know decision to be going on these curvy roads just incredibly fast on a motorcycle but um that was kind of my weekend 
And uh, the only other thing is on Sunday, uh, an old friend of my family's visited who was a professor with Jordan's mom, Toby's mom, and when my mom worked at Union, they all knew each other and like they all had kids at the same age. So they lived in Scotia until, I don't know, maybe we were like five or six. And for the next probably six years, we did a vacation, my family, Toby's family, and theirs annually. And then since then, in the past six years, haven't seen them at all. So it's like, I saw him, it was really nice. I'm like, I haven't seen you since I was 12 years old. We had a day together, uh, did a nice hike, got lunch, and um, it was was really pleasant. And it was, you know, I haven't really seen anyone that I know in just over two months now. So it was kind of weird. Like the first person I see that I like have met before, I literally haven't seen in six years. So uh, it was pleasant nonetheless. How did get in lunch? You get lunch with a lot of people. Yeah, that's That's kind of like like your go-to. It is. I mean, that's what... That's kind of the social event here is like you go get lunch with whatever group of people's around you. So if you if you meet a new person, what and you're like choosing where to go to lunch, what a what a cuisine are you choosing? Are you rock, rocking like Tex Mex, Japanese, like traditional American? So here so I'd known he was coming for a week, so I kinda of asked around, like, you know, where's the place to go? Because he was gonna have a car, I don't have a car. So I could go somewhere beyond kind of the town. And there's like this fancy restaurant that's like on the hill that overlooks with like a farm that everyone recommended. And we went there and it was all right. I mean, definitely not the best food in the area, but it was like the fancy place to go. So it was cool. Yeah. We uh, we here at Abode Media are uh, pretty dedicated Reddit users. Uh, we've both been Reddit pilled a, a bit, I guess. I feel like if I if I need like a like something you can look up but something that you don't want like a news story about like you want kind of public consensus I'll type in whatever I want and then I'll just add Reddit and I feel like that's been a pretty good way. Oh, I like, do that yeah, multiple probably four or five times a day cuz oh, yeah. you usually get a pretty unfiltered opinion. And I mean it's funny cuz we were texting today in that group chat about um some of the Champions League stuff. Like about the straight red card, and like my first thing is I check the soccer, you know, association Our football. No, the officials, the oh, okay. official subreddit for soccer officiating, association football officiating, and I like, oh, I love that place. So many rules about refs, ref experiences, because <laughs> because there were sometimes when I would be doing games and like when something just super out of the ordinary happened i'd post it and those people like you post that thing and you'll get like 15 responses in like an hour or two like it's a such a tight-knit community and there's only like three thousand of us so interesting yeah so anyway so that is the first half of the episode we'll be right back and joined by rohan uh, from the university of washington Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the second half of the 11th episode. Very happy to have Rohan joining us from the University of Washington, Seattle, or uh, as anyone there calls it, sir. You dub, right? You dub, dubs up. So, so you guys started a little later, pretty late, yeah. right? Yeah, it was. Um, I think a month later than everyone else, just about. So, uh, like end of September, mid September. Yeah, pretty late. So it's been, you know, just over a month so far. How have, how have you been? It's been good. It's been good. It took, you know, a little bit to settle in, but I'm starting to starting to get in there. Um, but, you know, we're already halfway through the quarter. Um, it's a quarter school, so pretty, pretty different that way. Um, so when, like, we, we have a winter, a spring, and then a, a winter, spring, and, and fall quarter. So uh, three quarters per year. Kind of weird. Should it be uh, a trimester? Yeah, the, the fourth quarter is summer, so if you think <laughs> about it that way. Uh, yeah, so uh, we're already halfway done, and then oh, I think week six right now, and then um, so midterms are happening, finishing up, though, so it's been good. 
So so school's good, but you're feeling good. School school's good. I'm feeling good. Things are good. How have your uh, classes been? I know you went into the school with a ton of like AP credits. So like I don't know how many classes are you taking, and like how easy are you finding them and whatnot. Yeah, they they took a like quite a bit of credits on um, like like a surprising number of credits for me. I was I was really surprised. But uh, so so I'm in math right now. I'm doing Calc three, and then in physics I'm doing waves, like a whole class on waves. Uh, oh, yeah, no. <laughs> that sounds like fun. <laughs> it sounds like more math, which is exactly what it is. Uh, but I'm also I'm also taking like a design course that I found that looked fun. That's been really nice. Uh, That's cool. Yeah. So I've been thinking about registering for next year or next next quarter and semester now. So yeah. I I think I heard through the grapevine. I don't think I ever asked you directly that you're majoring in electrical engineering. Is that correct, or am I wrong? Yeah, yeah, that's the plan. Um, the the way it works at UW, uh, which is a little annoying, is that when you're accepted, you're not actually accepted into the electro uh, the engineering major. Um, oh yeah. The, so I am an engineering undeclared. You're like accepted to the school, but not to the major. So yeah. at the end of this year, I apply to be an electrical engineering major. Um, the thing is, it's not, it's not like that competitive. So I'm not, I'm not too worried about that, but, uh, it is, it is annoying to not like have my major yet. Um, but by the end of this year, I'll apply, or if I rush it, I can try applying by April. So I'll, I'm thinking about doing that too. We'll see. So with the electrical engineering kind of, kind of as, as the major, you're probably going to choose, what is the plan after Oh, that's tough. So you kind of have to, I, I think in the, in the, like, in the industry, you kind of have to have a major or a, a master's. So uh, I, that's probably part of the plan. I don't know if I'll, I'll do it at UW. I know there is a five-year program that I'm looking at. So um, maybe that. And then in terms of like locale, Seattle's pretty great when it comes to um, these, like, you know, electrical engineering jobs um, yeah. as well as like the bay area and the west coast in general so i think i think this is where i'll stay for the foreseeable future but maybe i'll maybe i'll come back to the east coast i don't know well you're like you don't have too many ties to the east coast right yeah like they're they're dropping fast um we're we're selling the house right now so uh mom's moving to new york city so like niski yuna i'm gonna have basically no ties yeah. to um, very soon, and then, but but mom will probably be in the city for a little bit for for, for the foreseeable future, and dad's on the um, dad's in Connecticut, so both so, both so you'll, pretty you'll close still have some it. ties to the East Coast. Yeah, 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 no, for sure. Okay, so so with the electrical engineering, you know, get a little more specific. Like, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I'm I'm not too familiar with what that entails, obviously you know, the namesake, but like, what would you be doing in a career in electrical engineering? Um, yeah, there, there are a lot of different careers. I kind of want to focus on, um, I think it's called, the, the concentration is called embedded, which is just basically like circuit design and electronics that go into other things, you know, so okay. like less of the like high power, you know, like the, there's a lot in renewables and power generation and stuff, yeah. but um, I think it'll... I want to work on you know smaller scale stuff, uh, designing circuits and PCBs and and yeah that kind of stuff. Yeah, it's kind of crazy how specific like some engineering degrees can get. Like I was talking to Alice's dad who has a PhD in like this like certain kind of ceramic that has to do with like cellular stuff that I don't understand at all. It's just crazy how specific that is of a PhD to have. Yeah, I'll, I'll be honest, it's a little like worrying the the specificity that it gets to, like where you, you know, they, they say that, I think that's a saying, like you go to college to learn a lot about very little. Uh, and yeah. I hope that doesn't happen. Like, I hope I can, I hope I can like still kind of have a, like a, a broad look at a bunch of different fields. Because, I, I, you know, electrical wasn't like, well, I was pretty sure I'm electrical, but like I've always had interest in other engineering fields and stuff. So like I hope I don't end up 
you know, being an expert in something very, very tiny. Uh, I hope I can, you know, still, still like understand things at a little bigger of a scale. Yeah, knowing you, I'm sure you will. So, so one of the big things about University of Washington is they have a pretty strong like school spirit, specifically football culture, right? Yeah, we do. I haven't been to a game yet though, so. But isn't <laughs> that like be? It's like a big deal, right? Um, we're pretty bad. We we have been bad <laughs> oh, okay. this this year. So uh, I think we've lost. I think we lost homecoming. I know um, we lost most. I think we've lost every game. But um, there there is a bit. Uh, there is quite a bit of school spirit. Uh, I, yeah, I I have not yet gone to a game. I gotta do that. It's quite expensive though. So. They don't have free tickets for students? No, no. I think because there are students actually who want to go, uh, they, they do church like a lot. I think it's like 40 bucks. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's enough of an incentive not to go, I think. Yeah, yeah. Washington, Washington Huskies, or am I looking at the wrong thing? No, Washington Huskies, yeah. Yeah, four and four, you know. Oh, okay, okay. Not awful. <laughs> Never mind. Never mind. I, Above I don't Stanford. Think won a game. <laughs> yeah. So, so some of the hot topics that we've had talking to basically everyone else, almost everyone else has been, you know, starting or or in in college or university somewhere. So, how's the food been? How meeting people? You know, where have you found yourself between those things? Yeah, it's been good. Uh, food here is is college food it's fine uh but but you know we're we're in seattle so like it's a 10 minute trip down to downtown and so you know you can hang out there get food um which is pretty nice uh public transit is free like for for students so we can have it uh (laughs) minimal i mean there are a lot of buses but uh there's one subway line which is pretty good it takes takes you from the university to downtown but also buses on top of that. I don't know how much of it will make it, but we spent the first half of this episode talking a lot about some public transportation. So yeah. it's, it's pretty high quality over there in Europe. I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure compared to, to anywhere in the U.S. I mean, New York City, Boston, they got... Yeah, but no no high-speed rail, much to Joe That's true, that's way. true. We, we got the Acela line. Some credit. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Hyperloop's coming, maybe. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Subway system with cars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so Seattle's a really expensive city, right? It's, it's, uh, it's known for to live. To live, yeah, yeah. It's quite expensive. Um, food prices are. I mean, that's the main way I interact with cost of living here is is, is buying yeah. food outside of the dining hall. And it's, it's like, it's definitely more than Niskuna, but everywhere is more than Niskuna. Uh, but I, I wouldn't say it's unreasonable for a city. It's pretty, especially since, like, the, the downtown is, is, like, pretty concentrated, but you can kind of, there, there's quite a bit of, like, suburban areas around it, which is, I, I think, similar to, like, D.C. in that way. Um, it's not like New York City, where, like, once you're out of the city, there's, like, a hard line, and you're kind of out of the city. So... There, there are some like middle grounds, I think here. And like, in terms of living, are you gonna get a job somewhere to pay for stuff outside of, you know, the meal plan or however that works or what? Yeah, I, uh, I'm, I've been kind of looking, not, not, not too hard, um, but I, I should look more uh, at like internships and stuff, paid internships around. Uh, there are quite a bit in Seattle. Um, but yeah, I don't, I'm trying to gauge how competitive these are. And I, I think I'm getting the sense that they're pretty competitive. So I'm sure we'll see how those, we'll see how that goes. Yeah. What is your like dorm situation stuff that you and a roommate or? Yeah. So I like on our request form, I think I put uh, that I wanted like a, a single or a double. That would have been nice. Uh, you know, me and a roommate, but I got a triple. Um, and the triples are <laughs> triples are the same size as the doubles, so it's oh. a little <laughs> it's a little cramped. Uh, we do have our own bathroom in our room, though, which is like 
a huge, a huge benefit. So it's just, just three of us to a bathroom, which is pretty nice. But, um, my roommates, uh, they're, they requested each other and they're both from Idaho. So, uh, I was, I was the third wheel. Uh, but I think, I think it's been going great. Uh, I'm getting along with them. So that's good. That's good to hear. Are they also engineering? Yeah. Uh, or sorry, one of them's in engineering undeclared like me. And then the other is, uh, doing health. So can I, okay. close enough. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, a lot. The I'm in a like the Maple Hall is a um, a living learning community for engineers. So there are a lot of engineers okay. in the in the dorm. Yeah. And are you doing any clubs? Like, have you met people through any robot? I don't know. You I, you did a lot of clubs in high school, I think, right? Yeah, I did a couple. Mostly mostly robotics. Molly Wen. Um, I found a uh, a. UW ROV, which is the, like the underwater robotics club here that uh, no. I've been starting to go to meetings to. It's been it's been good, but uh, I don't know. I, I need to keep looking for for something that I think fits me a little better. They're they're very uh, they're very like look how good this will look on your resume kind of thing, and yeah. I, I yeah. So I'm looking. You want something a little more wholesome? A little more just like fun, yeah. Um, so a little while ago, me and Jack, you know, the abode media team was scoping out our competition. We came across rohanmen.com and I mean, yeah. first off, af after being such a worse looking and operating website, we did notice there were a lot of bugs and <laughs> we just wanted to make sure you're aware of that. Oh, I would love to hear about these. I mean, you know, the abodemedia.org does not. There's just no, I don't think we've ever had a problem with it or anything. Yeah, no, it's been yeah. it's been great. Yeah, no, web design is is uh, yeah. I've I've been actually working on it a little bit because like it's just it's you know it's fun to it it gives me that feeling of like uh, getting to work on a project um, even yeah. when I don't like have my electronics and stuff. It's been great. I I like doing it. Yeah. So, in terms of some stuff that like has been in the news. <laughs> I, I always value your opinion. So wait, wait, wait. You're, so, you're, you're going to wait, you're going to tell him that there's bugs and stuff and you're going to try. Yeah, to wait, wait, wait. I'm, I'm wondering, I'm wondering where these bugs are. Uh, honestly, check, I don't remember check. any of them. Jack, he's like, okay. The editor's going to have to cut this out here. Jack, we were, we were in the dust. We leave our disc and then we get out. That's how it works. All right. So, in terms of stuff in the you know in the real world, I always value hearing your opinion. Some of the stuff around Facebook Meta, and I mean a lot of stuff in the past month to six weeks about all the harmful mental health, social media. I want to. What are your opinions? Yeah, I mean it seems the whole Meta thing seems like too obviously evil. Like I don't I don't know what they were thinking with that. Um, like. I, I I get it from like a branding perspective. Like Google did the same thing a while back with, with Alphabet. Alphabet. Uh, yeah, but like I I don't know. I've never really I've never really used many Facebook products. Um, I don't know what I don't know what their plan is for that. I don't know. And and like that video was just. Did you guys watch that? That was so yeah. painful. No. It was Can painful. I get a quick explanation? I'm a little lost. What so, is Meta? Facebook, the like brand that owns Instagram and WhatsApp and yeah, yeah. Oculus, that brand uh, rebranded to the name Meta. So Meta is now the overarching brand that owns Facebook, oh, okay. Instagram, and WhatsApp, etc. Okay. So what's the so when they say Metaverse, it's just like their <laughs> the their their selection of products. Yeah. 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 Okay. Well, it's kind of the idea that you'll spend. I mean what they say is that you'll spend like most of your life in their metaverse which the idea that with some kind of wearable you're going to be walking around with some oculus you know only to spend more hours than possible and something owned by zuckerberg and in the facebook ecosystem it seems like yeah. a, a bad idea it seems like you said just, just like obviously evil yeah just kind of crazy um 
I don't know how I feel about it. I think there's stuff with Oculus, like from a technology perspective is really cool. Like the Quest is, is a cool product, but- um, Do you have it? No, no, I, but I've used oh. it. Um, so. Yeah, yeah, it's great. But I don't know what, um, I, I, don't, I don't see like the future moving to VR yet. Uh, maybe maybe that's just short-sightedness, but uh, I don't know. I think we got a little ways to go. I was listening to, um, I don't know, some interview, and it was talking about how I'll wear AirPods all the time and like answer texts and calls to them, but the step to VR just doesn't seem like something that's going to happen anytime yeah. soon. My, um, my design professor is like big into interaction design and VR yeah. and augmented reality and stuff. And he like, that's the way he does. He was like, in the future, you will not have, like he said, in 10 years time or five to 10 years time, you will not have a phone and you will be wearing a headset all day. And I was like just, a like, headset, like a headset over your eyes or a headset like, uh, no, like an augmented audio headset. Based. So you can still see through it, but, um, there's like a visual overlay on top of your life. Okay. Yeah. I think 10 years might be a little ambitious with that claim, but yeah, he said, he said three, three years, five years, 10 years. I don't, I don't know I don't what's know happening in three years. Unless he knows something <laughs> yeah. we don't. Yeah. I, don't know. He, I could he definitely might. see it taking over like console gaming and stuff. Cause like even in kind of low resolution horror games or whatever, it's like way more immersive and it's like generally fr just frightening to see like a polygon like zombie yeah. running at you even coming fashion. at you yeah but that's like video games aren't mainstream where people spend no no i yeah i think that's a bit ludicrous i, I think like yeah i think there's literally like four black mirror episodes centered around this idea like yeah. it's so it's so dystopic i don't know and then the other thing that was mentioned was the idea that like most of the big like Elon Musk, basically most of the billionaires are focused on things outside of solving, you know, with the climate conference just last week, you know, the metaverse, time on Mars, space, instead of spending time, you know, solving the problems that are coming here. So, um, yeah, yeah. So I think space, like focusing on space is generally a great thing. I think like even when we have problems on Earth, like doing stuff in space is good. But um, I obviously take issue with like the fact that there, I, I take issue with the fact that there are billionaires, like that there are people who can start space agencies on their own. That's, that's the like problem to me. I think like if our government was spending the amount that they are on space, I would be much happier because I think space is like, like led to so many innovations that we take for granted today on earth um, so much. So I, I think space is a, like a, really important place to focus on. Uh, I just really wish it wasn't Bezos and Musk and the game. Yeah. And uh, what's his name? The Virgin Galactic guy. Oh, what's his name? Brad, Richard uh, Branson. 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 Yeah, yeah. Sir. <laughs> Sir Richard Sir. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the whole idea of space tourism isn't, like, economically feasible either. Yeah, yeah. Space tourism is... is but like that's that I guess that's what um, Branson and uh, Blue Origin are working on. But like SpaceX is also working on straight up rockets for exploration and science and launching satellites, which is what they do now. Um, which is and really that's what like they make a lot of money with. Yeah, yeah, it's a profitable um, business and contracts with the government, military. For sure. Uh, like the only the only way to take a U.S rocket to the International Space Station is via SpaceX now. Um, and so that should say something about how poorly we fund NASA and our own space stuff. Yeah, it is a little worrying having to rely on Elon Musk to get to our own space stations. Yeah, yeah. Or, or yeah. Russia. Yeah. Yeah. I shouldn't have said Elon Musk because that's something that kind of pisses me off, even as someone who isn't focused on engineering, is that the actual scientists don't get enough credit. It's like, oh, Elon Musk did this. Like, no, the people yeah, that he probably hired a, to hire did it. Yeah, he's a pretty face. Well, yeah, yeah, <laughs> maybe not that pretty, but he is definitely a face. <laughs> I mean, are you a are you a Musk fan? 
No, no. I, I, I don't think there should be people that wealthy. I don't like it. Agree. So what, what would you what would you do to fix that, both of you? Uh, 100% wealth tax above a certain amount. Yeah, yeah. Just like tax the f*** out of them. All right. So how do you implement that? That is so unbelievably complicated. It's like a, yeah. you got to have a general idea and then you do all the research involving hundreds of people. They come up with the very specific numbers. And yeah, the thing is that there's like few enough uber wealthy people that you can you can just hire individual people to focus on individuals. And well, the proposed wealth tax that is, you know, in Washington right now is 750 people. But That's there's a, a lot number. of there's a lot of problems that arise from it. So I, I, the reason I ask this is because the wealth tax makes a lot of sense, or it seemingly does. But yesterday I listened to some economist who was against it, and there's a lot of really good arguments against it as well. I mean, the main arguments that I've heard are like, not necessarily brain drain, but they'll just move, like so they can avoid it. So it'd have to be like a pretty global thing and they're they can like hide it in assets that like aren't technically theirs or whatever so it gets like super complicated and you really have to well that's one of the one open. of the arguments against a like a one-time wealth tax versus a continued wealth tax oh well yeah i don't know why you do a one-time wealth tax yeah well you would do a one-time I... wealth tax to pay for some certain programs in the knowing that people will find loopholes and hide their money and if it's not a one-time tax You've also got to like analyze how they got here, like rather than, you know, how, how did they amass that much wealth? And the answer is like exploitation. And so like all that kind of stuff, you can, you can also work at preventing it at the root. But even that is a really hard question to answer. Yeah. But if, as long as we aspire to, to answer those questions, I think we'll move in that direction. Also, that's like as far as like pragmatic goals go that's not really one of them but if we can get somewhere that achieves the same or at least similar results to that then i would be pretty happy it's just like an absurd amount of money from, like there's got to be one way to do it yeah it that's is beneficial but i don't know it, it is just complicated and frustrating to read or spend time learning about because it isn't a simple answer and it's no, not very, even close. very easy. I mean, there's, I don't know. We won't get too into that. Oh, what's your like daily schedule? Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, it's actually pretty good. Uh, I, um, I was pretty smart. I scheduled all my classes. I think they all start after 1.30 PM every day. So I have a late start every morning. I like, you know, get breakfast and then I later get lunch and then I go to class. It's pretty nice. Um, and then I have physics and then math and then like design all back to back, which is a little annoying, but it's, it's all right. Um, the course load is, is fine and I'm getting through it. Uh, but I'm up most nights doing homework. Yeah. Tuesdays I go, I have lab till 9.30 at night, which is, which is pretty annoying, but that's a little Other brutal. That, yeah. Are you a night person or a morning person? <laughs> I, I think I used to be a morning person and then I started staying up really late. So I'm now a <laughs> night person. <laughs> yeah. So in terms of meeting people, I'm, like you have your roommates, but in these clubs, in these labs, are you finding, you know, circles, some friends? Yeah, it's a little hard to find freshmen in my in some of my classes. So I, I think I've met most people just in the dorm, uh, just like in the elevator, like just talking with people. So I've met, mm -hmm. met some people that way. Um, but yeah, it's it's the clubs are also pretty like there are a lot of sophomores and juniors, which I mean, I've, I've made friends, but I, I think, you know, making friends with freshmen is uh, more important. Yeah. Look, looking forward into like Christmas, Christmas, winter break, Thanksgiving. Do you, are you coming back to the East Coast for those times, summer? 
Current plan is Thanksgiving. I'm gonna Samir, my brother, is on the West Coast. He's in he's in San Francisco. So I'm gonna head yeah. down there. Um, so I have my tickets for that. I'm gonna go see him for it's it's only a four day break, so Okay. But yeah, see him for a little bit and then winter I am coming back to the city. Um, but our, our break is I think it ends January fourth. So January third I have to fly home, which is kinda early, but yeah, that's okay. the plan. So, and you'll be spending that winter break in the city? Yeah, yeah. I'm just trying to map out when is the next time that, that we'll, we'll be seeing you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. For a potential uh, 13th episode Christmas special roundtable mm-hmm. with a I, possible I like video as, aspect. If, if he's in the city, I don't know if he'll be able to make that, though. Uh, maybe we can get a... Um, I... One of those things that like you drive around with the iPad. Oh God, yeah, great. The Real metaverse. Comes <laughs> yeah. full circle. Um, no, I'm like, yeah, our, our house, our house may or may not be sold at that point, so totally could be coming up to Niski. We'll see. Yeah. And then, and then, so summer, like, are you already thinking you'll be getting an internship, or are you going to be spending time in the city, West Coast, what? That would be really nice. If I could get an internship here and, and spend my summer here, I would really like that. So I've been looking, but um, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how it pans out. So thank you, everyone. Thank you, Rohan. It's been a pleasure talking to you. Make sure to check out abodemedia.org, where Jack has a great new post. And check out Rohan's website as well. It's, it's also pretty cool. <laughs> and and just to update, yeah, plug it, plug it. RohanMenon.com. It and and just to update, we will be changing the upload schedule to Tuesdays at three o'clock. So thank you both. Great, thank you. Thank you, Rohan, and bye bye.